Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? Man, it's the lifestyle, a lifestyle. Our lifestyle. is where we take people who we think interesting and connect them to our audience and then have those same people connect us with their audience. See, that was different. You thought I was yeah, going to say something yeah, different. Yeah. So how you been, man? I've been all right. How about yourself? I can't complain, man. Just... Loving it right now, you feel living the dream. Yeah, the dream. reading the books and living the yeah. dream. You I got some me? new books. I got man, I got so many books, man. I got to start watching TV. September, uh, September fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take like a month and a half off TV. I got to knock these books. You think out. you gonna be able to finish all of those books? I mean, I think you got In a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just gonna read when I get home, and I, whenever I'm at home, I'm not watching TV. I'm. A, so here's something to think about, right? So motherfuckers used to read a bunch of books and shit, and motherfuckers were like literary experts and shit because they read so many books. It's because there was no TV, right? That right. was your escape. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I got a, I got a lot of stuff too. I got some good stuff, so I ain't gonna talk about so it. Man. What 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 kind of categories though? All everything, type? Yeah. everything. All what are you looking forward to reading? <sighs> all of it because I paid for every last one of them. So yeah, but it's something you like. I can't wait to get to this. It's just I'm pulling off the pile. I, I got man. about three. I need to read too. Yeah, you yeah. owe me for a book since yeah. we talking about books. I'm That's one that. of the ones I'm looking forward to reading. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. And I, then my baby turned three, so you know what I'm saying. That's what's up. That's what's up. Nice yeah. party and shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, my kids enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I heard about it, so it was yeah, pretty I, nice. Yeah, yeah. Panther right. party, whatever. So, yeah. So you got a, a word or a person? Yeah, I got a person. Um, my person is Red Fox, uh, John Elroy Stanford, Sanford, better known by his stage name as Red Fox, was an American stand-up comedian and actor. Fox gained success with his raunchy nightclub acts during the 50s and 60s, known as the king of the party records. He performed on more than 50 records in his lifetime. He also starred in TV shows, Sanford and Son, The Red Fox Show, and The Royal Family. His film projects include All the Fine Young Cannibals, Cotton Comes to Harlem, Norman, and Is That You and Harlem Nights. But I actually do have Red Fox autobiography and I bought that book because I bet my barber which he did not hold up to his end of the bet see that make me not even want to go to the nigga but go ahead he uh the the character Shorty in Malcolm X is based on Red Fox because Malcolm X and Red Fox was best friends until the day Malcolm X died and I don't know why he didn't believe that because I think he look at Red Fox and Malcolm X the the drastic turns they lives took and he can't believe that they were friends at one time as is he if he as he's never grown and like went right, one way in the friend. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people it's hard for them to, to understand that like you not who you were when you popped out the womb in you, your you're not who you were three months ago. Yesterday. Hopefully not. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? So like that was a good bet for you to make because like the I only bought, re- I had I knew it. I for sure knew it. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know it because they don't do their research. Like he'll tell you and like the key in the the movie for people who might not be paying attention is when Shorty said why he couldn't be Muslim. He loved white women and pork too much, right? That was something that Fred Sanford used to say around town and shit. Yeah. So that was like an indicator of who Shorty was supposed to be. They must have didn't get the rights to his life. 
to Ashley Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, that would have been dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot more people would have knew. What you got? Yeah, I got international man. That's between or among nations involving two or more nations. So uh, we have international listenership. Uh, Indonesia, stuff like that. Couple Singapore. We we had in Singapore. Yeah. What, what's yeah. going on out in Singapore? I kind of wonder like how the internet works. <laughs> I know how it works, but is it yeah. like uh, like controlled by the government? Totally. Because yeah. yeah. how they slipping through. You yeah, feel what I'm yeah. saying? And international is my word because we have our first international guest. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. big. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Just give me a hit. Now that's the first time somebody in here international. We had to think on it. <laughs> we had to think on it. So. We want to welcome you to the Connected Experience. You are actually a comedian. Uh, can you pronounce your name? Yeah, sure. It's uh, Michaela Birch. Michaela Birch. So, uh, you actually from the city, though. Yeah, yeah. You're from, from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're international now, though. So. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so tell us about actually growing up to Detroit, growing up in Detroit, and stuff like that on your end. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, well, I guess technically centerline Warren area, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> metro area. The metro <laughs> pull it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, my family they moved around a lot. Um, yeah. Both my mom and dad were in the military, so we moved around as kids. Uh, but we settled in Detroit, so I stayed here from like uh, seven until yeah, went off to university. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's always a key in a, that to know somebody internationally. They, they don't say college; they say university. University, university. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then from our, uh, never look back. But it's nice. Um, yeah, I try to come back here like once a year. Yeah, and I see what they're really doing with the city, and that's really nice. I think. Also, oh, when is the last time you've been back? Uh, early last year. Okay, and it's, like it's a it's a drastic change with downtown since then. Definitely, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demographics, the people, uh, yeah. I heard like there's like houses uh, uh, in the downtown, like over half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, like stuff you really hear, and every time I hear more, it's increasing. Yeah. So I, I, not to cut you off, how was it growing up a military child? Like, because you say y'all moved around a lot. Yeah, so. yeah, um, yeah. That was quite because I don't think you know when you when you grow up like in the city and you get a feel for like the city and the culture of things. Uh, we didn't have that so much as growing up as kids because we lived in like military bases. Oh, okay. um, so we lived in Germany for a little bit, and they were just being stationed around, and you pretty much stay on the base, and they have like the schools on the base. Um, so the base is like America, and then you walk off the base. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, then you're in Germany or something, you know, Tokyo, whatever, whatever you know, you're stationed. Um, so yeah, that was that, that was quite uh, um, quite interesting. And then when I I remember when they got out, and we were actually going to like school, school it took a lot of like adjustment. Um, yeah, we're just uh, getting used to the people. And then also we moved around so much, you know, so I think I was always kind of used to being like that new kid and it took me some time to like, you know, yeah, getting get a personality where you can have like friends, friends. and stay there. And, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was race relations for a kid uh, of military parents on a military base? How How was that? Yeah. Um, damn, I don't even remember. I was like five. But, um, but I don't think it, I, I definitely remember that not being so much of a thing until like I, I, I came to like Detroit or something until we got off and like the civilian base and you see more of it. Because yeah. on a military basis, uh, yeah, it's really a different culture. I think uh, you have whoever's the soldiers that, that they're, they're an army, they're fighting, they're doing a thing. And then uh, the family is just kind of like around it. Yeah. yeah. But you said both parents was in the military. Both parents. Yeah. Yeah. Did they meet in the military? Yeah, they met in the military. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. where are they originally from? Uh, my mom's from Detroit, and my dad's originally from the Bronx. Oh, uh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, but he moved here too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So now he lives in Wixom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got any siblings? Where, yeah. Where do you fall in line with the siblings? <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, chain of command? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have uh, five siblings. I have an older brother and then um, two younger brothers and one little sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you semi metal. 
kind of my middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, if my brother's a commander, I'm like the first lieutenant. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Is anybody in the military? Like, is your brother in the Anymore? military? Uh, no, no, no. But I, I used to want to go to the military. So yeah. I was trying to go to West Point when I graduated high school. Uh, you know, like the military academy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you had to get like a nomination from the councilman, and I didn't get that. A yeah. nomination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, why do you want to go? And I, I know. Like, <laughs> well, my parents been doing this shit my whole yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they wanted more like a concrete. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't thinking like that then, so I didn't get in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I did ROTC too back yeah. in the day. You saw it through your whole high school career, ROTC, or just? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, so like West Point was like your big deal. This is like you getting in. The, yeah, I just thought it'd be dope, and yeah. I did like these like those like little trainings and everything, yeah. and I felt tough as shit. You know, yeah. they like drop you off in the middle of the woods, and you, you know, you know, I come out I'm like, yeah, this is nice, and I didn't really. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking like career wise, like what you want to do. Uh, so I just thought the dynamic of the military was cool. Uh, yeah. And then if I can do that at university and they pay for it. Yeah. 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 yeah so uh, how did you get into comedy? Um, yeah. That's a. Uh, I, I never even thought really of like being a comedian. I just went to school. Everybody was like, go to school, get a job, do your thing. That's what you should do. Uh, right, live so, in a rat race. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, so yeah, I, I was studying. I did like my bachelor's uh, at Saginaw Valley, and then yeah. I went over to Holland. Had a Dutch uh, ex girlfriend, and I did my master's. I did another master's, and I was just working and stuff. And my friend was like, "Yo, you should try comedy because they have like a little comedy scene there, and you can like pick up open mics and stuff." Uh, so yeah, one day I just tried it, and I was like, "This is dope!" Like <laughs> it was kind of back in my mind. Oh, it'd be nice to try comedy, but you know, it kind of. I mean, was you on some goofy shit? Some like, goofy why, shit. why? Why did they say you yeah, should try yeah, comedy? Yeah, 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 because I'm a funny motherfucker. You know? so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but in high school, actually, I, I won a uh, uh, class clown. Yeah, and like I was always like a bit silly, you yeah. know. But it wasn't as in like you, you aspire to, you know what I mean? That wasn't like a clear uh, goal of mine at the time. Yeah. 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 So, how long have you been into it? So, uh, a year I mean, and a half. A year and a half. Oh, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I see you actually on like a tour, an international <laughs> tour. Yeah. I mean, yeah. anytime you switch venues and dates. Yeah, and exactly. You like damn, like she. Uh, yeah. So the thing. Well, okay. Uh, I do all the booking. You know what I mean. So it's not like you know I got like a whole team and all that. But you are. You just play <laughs> yeah. different roles on the tour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I got a, a wide range of uh, expertise. But uh, so yeah, now I'm back here in Detroit. And, like whenever I go out of town, I try to pick up shows, and it's yeah. good networking and stuff. Um, yeah, so so that's pretty much like what I'm doing. And also in Europe, like the scenes are so connected. So it's easy to look in London, like, oh, I want to go to London, do some shows. And especially then like, oh, she's good. They'll book you. Yeah. And then you can do some other things. So it's easy to t- kind of travel around in that way. So like since you like technically from America and yeah. you live in Germany. Well, wait a minute. Where uh, were you born, though? Were you born oh, on a military base? Uh, Yeah, I was. I was born in Texas, El Paso. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know somebody else who was born in El Paso, actually. Really? On a military yeah. base? On a like, military base. William same base, probably. Yeah, probably the oh. same base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, how do the comedy translate? Because to them, you're American, yeah. right? Uh, to, yeah, the Dutch people. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, super American. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, how do the comedy translate? Like, not far as language, but do they get so, like, do they get what you're talking about? Yeah. So um, actually, one thing about, like, Europeans, they're quite, like, aware of American, um, like, politics. But, I mean, you can't go too deep. You know what I mean? If you go into, like, the Mueller report or something, but something small, like, oh, Donald Trump said this or that. It, in general, they know, like, what happened at a very uh, yeah. basic like a uh, way. Yeah. So you can kind of pick up those things. Um, and then also, um, it, well, it, it was kind of the same as like translating it here. Cause I think the comedy is a bit, it can be a bit different. So now when I write new stuff, I've been trying to just keep it to like my personal experiences. So, yeah. Cause that works anywhere. You know, it's just all about like how you feel about yeah. something. Uh, but it's nice that they are like educated about things so I can pick, you know, some very big, 
pretty big things that's going on in America and kind of make fun of it. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, what do you prefer in your comics? Like, that, that they keep it personal or they tell jokes? I feel like when people keep it personal, I don't really feel like they're telling jokes. I just feel like you laughing because you relate it to that yeah, situation. Relate, yeah. But I feel like when people tell, like, political jokes, jokes and yeah. they, you know what I'm saying, it's like, that ain't even going to work next year. So, you got to, yeah. what you going to do next year? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, what do you prefer when it comes to comedians you, like... Yeah. Um, well, I think both. Like, definitely, um, if something's like politically related, that's that's the uh, I think the biggest negative about it is that they're only good for a season. Um, but I prefer like the personal experiences. Yeah, because th- then that's what makes the uh, the humor of the comedian. You know, how they went to the store and then how this happened and some old lady bumped them and then whatever whatever happened and how they feel about it. Uh, so I guess I kind of prefer uh, that more so. Uh, but yeah, you know, if you got some politics stuff out there too, I mean. I'm down to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you had to pick the biggest tour of your career and you going third, right? So it's four comedians. Yeah. You're going third. Yeah. But you know if I kill this third, I could potentially close because everybody want to close. Yeah. Who would be on this tour with you? Like, who would you pick and why? Oh, okay. Uh, for other comedians going touring with me. Yeah, but you okay. know that starting a tour, you go third. Yeah. But you want to end up closing because the tour last date is in Detroit. And if you kill this shit, yeah, I want to close yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you pick and why? Hmm. Uh, definitely Sam J. Okay. You know Sam J? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam J, she's a beast, man. Uh, well, I think with, with her, uh, I like the she does a lot of the personal experiences. Yeah. Um. Or yeah, or she has this joke about like Nzs and Zari, um, and how um, damn, what was the joke again? Uh, I can't remember like exactly what the essence of the joke, but about uh, people saying that uh, he's like molesting them, and she's like, "Oh, that's bullshit." Because out any motherfuckers, you can beat the fuck up. You know? oh, <laughs> like, I, I, I think I do know. Yeah, 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 like just stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, I really like her, um, like what she brings in as like the humor, and then also uh, she's also a lesbian too. So like, yeah, I mean, I just feel like we relate a lot of uh, a lot of that type of stuff. But what the type of stuff she's saying, I just really dig. Uh, yeah. So definitely one of my biggest like uh, yeah influences in. Um, let me think of another one. Um, damn, I begin like begin uh, forgetting some of the names. Um, oh well, okay. I was thinking like George Carlin. Well, he's dead now, but it's safe. He was alive. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But if, if I'm trying to really figure out something that like you know would fit me, okay, all right, I got it now. I got it now. Because I was trying to think of you know like one that actually would brand me. So you know that dude, uh, Jabuki Young White. I heard that name. Yeah, yeah. He as well. Uh, super good. Yeah, yeah, there's like another guy, Joe Kim, uh, Sydney know, Washington. I, I'm up on Joe Kim. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it all depends on like um, people that I think like would fit. Kind fit of. you and yeah. your audience. But on top of that, there's like so many comedians that I admire that yeah. are yeah, just really amazing. Now, going back to uh, you said you went to university. As yeah, you thought, <laughs> university. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. what was your uh, degrees in? Because you said you got two masters, right? Yeah, yeah. So what, what are your master's degrees in? Uh, my, my master's degree is in international criminal law. And oh. uh, the uh, later so you're so you could practice law internationally. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, because I dabbled. I, yeah, because I, I, I my dream when yeah. I was a child was to be an international criminal. So <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I've never heard somebody say that. They oh, and it actually would have started with, with the military. It was it was. Yeah, 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 I had a real plan, so I was going to go to the military where I could um, 
travel the world for free. Yeah. Learn all these languages. I would be equipped to know how to protect myself through all these different climates or whatever. Yeah. And then I was once I got out of the military, I was going to start my well, I was going to start my crime in the military. You know, connecting with yeah. the underworld. Yeah. But what had happened was my my cousin he uh introduced us to rap music, and I went that direction. But I often wonder how it would be if I was an international criminal because I would have dealt in every everything but human trafficking. Oh, okay. You, I got you. I got you. you. Know all right. Saying? So like, you got standards. And- yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because just because you're doing criminal shit, you still gotta act. Like, yeah, exactly. It would have been drugs, guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit like secrets, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 exotic pets, and shit like that. Exotic like, pets. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, no, that's, a, nobody, that's a real thing. Know? Yeah, people can make a lot of money out of that too. Yeah, they just busted yeah. up a ring in Romulus with some exotic, like real exotic pets, yeah, like, yeah, kangaroos like kangaroos and <laughs> kangaroos and Romulus. Yeah, three hundred hedgehogs. Like yeah. in the people, it was, it was like, set up the, really nice though. Like, it was the, like the animals. I don't even think whoever was responsible for this is gonna get in trouble. Because the, the animals wasn't treated poorly, like yeah. he had it, and it wasn't even a big warehouse. He had it in like this nice space. Yeah, everybody, every animal was set up. Uh, he had like a three hundred pound snake. Yeah, but it wasn't close to the hedgehogs and stuff. It was set up really nice, and these are inter- these are like exotic animals. So you just know, like this. But is I would have dibbled in that, so I could have yeah. used you. Oh, as okay, an I got you. So what made you? Well, I know why you picked internet because you live an international life. Ultimately, like you. Yeah. Yeah, it, and uh, well, I was uh, so I had this idea. I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be a lawyer. Uh, and that was so I went to Saginaw Valley for my bachelor's, and uh, like my first couple of years, I was just kind of like messing around. Um, so I I didn't get that many credits, and I had to pick my courses last. Yeah. And then the only classes that was open was political science courses. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, right, right. Yeah. So then I just started doing them, and I was like, actually, yeah, I kind of like these. These aren't so bad, you know. I can. I, yeah. And then a lot of people who were doing that were going to they they wanted to be lawyers. Right. Um. So I guess I kind of like followed it, and at the end of it, I thought like, oh, I have nice law background so it kind of started with that and then uh yeah and then i met my my ex and yeah she was that's was in holland yeah and in, in holland they have uh like the international criminal courts for people who do like genocide and oh yeah this, this the real shit yeah, yeah i wasn't yeah. gonna get into yeah like, i was like yeah you guys said it yeah. so i was like okay all right and yeah. else i'll see you over there and then <laughs> locked up yeah. yeah so i think it, it was kind of like a mix and, she, and, it, and it's got like oh you can come over here and you can study that and i thought that'd be kind of dope you know so um yeah so i did that then <laughs> so how i got over there what's the biggest difference between like international college or university and American university since you've been to both because I often wonder so when people go to college in America they try to be on a level playing field for America yeah now what is college teaching you different over there in uh, Highland than it is in America because you you got to have a level playing field for the world because okay so say like the best defense attorney in Michigan right Mm. they've never handled a genocide case I guarantee it like they probably just had like the they biggest fish is like a mob case yeah. or a super huge drug dealer, which end up being small because it's it get to an international level. So like, what kind of uh, what was the educational methods over there? Yeah, um, yeah. So one major major thing. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't pay an arm and a leg for tuition. That's number one. Yeah. Uh, but I think the way that the system is set up is uh, like college is or university whatever uh, is only to study. So even like if you, like here I can't I, I visited my sister yesterday she's going to Eastern uh, Michigan University yeah I went to Eastern oh okay all right yeah, shout out yeah. Falcons right no Eagles oh Eagles <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't like it she told me that yeah. and I was like oh yeah like I know some yeah. Uh, so yeah so there you know they, they they take a lot of pride in like the sports and you have to do your like gen ed uh, before you get into like whatever you want to specialize in right but over there you just go straight for it so your bachelor's is three years if you want to be a doctor you study your doctor's courses and then you're done you get straight into yeah. it. 
and they have like no extracurricular like activities, so you really just go there yeah, only so, for right, class. Yeah. yeah, but then you pay like a hundred thousand dollars less. So yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's, so it's not a big scam. Way. Like to me, to it's me, a, yeah, college is a scam. It's a rip off. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like I feel like. Doctors need to go to college. Lawyers, like uh, specific things yeah. for sure, need to go to teachers. college. Yeah. yeah, teachers, but every college ain't for everybody. And we were like so district. I don't know what year you graduated or whatever, but like if you notice, I graduated in two thousand. Actually, uh, yeah, we, we work. We were working on twenty years. Twenty years ago today, we probably was at, in class somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, they took all the trades out of the schools if people yeah. can remember like they took all the trades so they took the trades they forced college on us and then now it's a big it's like a big gap in trades yeah. you know what i'm saying and everybody is not going to go to college and and people are going for the extracurricular yeah that's exactly. what i'm saying the experience, like, the experience. Yeah. and the experience ain't always what's up especially when that experience puts you a hundred gazillion yeah. dollars in the yeah. hole for sure. Right, right. I definitely owe $183,000. <laughs> like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's exactly. the, I definitely, and that's like eating at my, my personal net worth because it's like, that's $183,000. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, luckily I'm in a positive of my net worth, but that debt that is, yeah. yeah, that debt is like, your debt to income ratio. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And that's yeah. why, you know, and I got kids. So I'm trying to like figure it out. Like my brother said, the, the smartest thing I ever heard that he told his daughter: if you're good at something, you will go to college for free because of that. Yeah. And that's what I've been telling my older yeah, daughter because she is. she the first up. I mean, we got nieces and nephews yeah. older than her, but from out of our households because we twins, so we raise our daughters like sisters. Yeah. Because they she technically the, are. Yeah, they technically yeah. are because we got the same DNA. But uh, she the first up, and I tell her. If you good at it, you will go to college for free. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's, that's the long and short. If you smart enough, you go go for free. If you play any sports or whatever, you go on for free. Other than yeah. that, I'm not paying for college. And I know that already. It's no I'd rather save the money for you and let you get a shot and try and fail or something like that because in the event that I can't continue paying, I, I know what that's about to do to you. That's about to put you in the hole yeah. for the rest of your life. The, yeah. I talk to, like, when I talk to, um, what they not call Sally Mae no more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the motherfuckers, yeah. Yeah, so when I talk to <laughs> Navi yeah, and then I asked the lady, yeah. like, how many people really pay this shit back? And she like, I'm just going to be honest. It takes everybody a lifetime. Like, yeah. by the time somebody's done paying it back, they about the to The interest die. rates and everything. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Crazy. The sad part about it is that uh, America is so dependent, like on your, you know, your credit and like your yeah, financial. yeah. So like these places can ruin your life, your you know? whole life. So, yeah, so exactly. you said America, so it's not like that in Germany, like uh, no, no, no. So in the Netherlands, uh, oh, you okay. live in the Netherlands, yeah, Netherlands. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. why do I keep saying Germany? Uh, Was no, you? In, oh yeah, the military used to live there. She back used to in the live. Day. Oh, she oh, you know what base. though? When we start first start communicating, because this is a long time in the making, yeah. by the way, audience. Like we've been communicating, yeah. and for some reason, I looked at something, and I think you were in Germany or something oh, yeah, when we first be. started communicating you was like oh yeah. i'm in germany and i'm like she live in germany yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. that saying? could have been out yeah i was uh berlin uh yeah yeah, yeah that's okay. what you told me right, cool, cool. yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah okay yeah. okay so how was it in the netherlands i'm sorry yeah so in the netherlands uh i mean it's very i number one they have like a very different financial mindset like i think in america a lot of it's like on credit and this is i re only realized this until like i went there because i grew up here so yeah, i right. just thought like that's just how you the how world works. works yeah exactly so then i go over there and people um yeah very few people have like credit cards. Yeah, um, yeah school is two thousand euros a year. Yeah. Um, so which, at the max, which, which was what? It's like uh, twenty five hundred dollars. 
A year? Well, oh, wait a minute. A wait year. A minute. That's what college is? Yeah, that's what you pay. Yeah. It's 25000 or yeah, <laughs> $2,500 a year. That's what you pay to go to, yeah, whatever you want to study. doesn't matter. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's exceptional. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's not even like the cheapest. Like, I think in Germany it's free or like, yeah, there's like a lot of countries. Yeah. And then where, I heard in Sweden, I think it's Sweden, you take a test and you either go to the workforce or you go to college, but college isn't that expensive because oh, you take yeah. the test to know how could you be productive in this society. So you either go here, Damn. you either go left or you go right. <laughs> and I, yeah. My mind is still blown at $2,500 <laughs> a year. Yeah. Is, yeah. So like yeah. people barely have like debt. And I mean, uh, sometimes yeah, people borrow, and they also have like a lot of good uh, government programs. Like uh, uh, when you study, they they'll give you allowance and stuff like per month and all that. Uh, wait so a I minute, think, wait a minute. So it's twenty five hundred dollars a year, yeah, and they're giving you an allowance. Allowance to like live, yeah. That's a couple uh, a couple hundred euros that you have, uh, yeah, just to live. Like they, yeah, they really take care of you. So like even if you accrue, let's say, at if you're being reckless, ten thousand dollars in debt, like over there, that's such an amount realistic to pay off, and the interest rate is no more than like two percent. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, yeah. wow. Now, growing up in America, you would only appreciate that. Are they appreciative to that? Because they don't know. Uh, yeah. Because how would they know it's different in America? But Just they like do it, know. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely do know. Uh, so yeah, I think they are appreciative, but it's just, but also the mindset. I think they, uh, like kids that are like, you know, when they're 16, 17, then they have to start deciding what they want to go study. Uh, but the, I mean, when I was 16, I didn't know what I wanted. I was like, yeah, I want to go to college and turn up, but I wasn't really, right. you know, having like a good plan, but they really have a uh, concrete plan. So like, oh, I want to go do, do this type of like, you know, medical study and I'll do it because of this. Like, yeah, um, when I talk to them, I'm like, wow, like this is such a good mindset <laughs> right, right, for a 16 year old kid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What's the drinking laws over there? Uh, it used to be sixteen. Now it's eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixteen. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get back to this international law. So yeah. how far did you go in that? Yeah, so I was like working and stuff for uh, like the International Criminal Court and uh, doing like pro bono legal projects and uh, yeah, you know, like I was able to like really get into some interesting stuff. Um, but to be honest, it was just. It was boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, how yeah, is a genocide yeah, yeah. case boring? Dude, no, but what, what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really just preparing the shit for them. Yeah, to get exactly. Up there. Yeah, here's like a 600 page case document. You got to read through it and pick out the most important parts. That's boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's hard for me to judge what's the most important part out of 600. Yeah, yeah. like, oh my it's God. a lot of pressure. Like, so, now, are they yeah. get, where are they getting these criminals from? Like, why are <laughs> they? The, no, what I'm saying, like, yeah. why is the Netherlands. Prosecuting prosecuting an international genocide case. Is it because something that happened uh, in the Netherlands or somebody tried to go to the Netherlands and not be extradited back to where they're from? And they're like, oh, no, we'll keep them and we'll deal (laughs) with them. You know what I'm saying? Because I know like Mm. some places like if you want to run in America, you can go to Bali. Because yeah. they won't extradite you. Yeah. And yeah. if you Jewish, you can go to Israel and, you, and they, right. they won't come get yeah, you. My yeah, my cousin is uh, Jewish. She has dual citizenship. Oh, okay. Was right. she Hebrew? Was she a Hebrew? But she was born in Israel. Yeah. Right. And she has dual citizenship. And uh, that's true. If she get in trouble, she can go back to Israel and not it. face prosecution. Yeah. And that, that I don't know if people think that's like a joke that people say. That is true. Yeah. And if she ever gets in trouble, I know it's in the forefront of her mind. I'll just go back to <laughs> home. home. Right. <laughs> yeah, like now exactly. her, she has a daughter yeah. and her daughter doesn't. I don't even know if her daughter has due citizenship because I don't know how that works. How you born? Because you know America got is a birthright country. But I wonder how it works if you are Israeli American. And the birthright, right, right. you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm gonna ask her that because that's deep. Yeah, because that's that's just yeah, yeah. yeah. The Netherlands is not a birthright country, is it? Um, 
I think uh, I'm not sure about birth, but definitely like they have like a lot of extensions of family. So uh, definitely, if you can go like by partner. So if you have like a yeah a boyfriend or girlfriend or something over there, you can go in that way. Or if somebody who is Dutch has an extended family member, like oh I have a a half. Uh, son or something somewhere in America, they can bring that person over there and make them Dutch. Like there's all these different types of ways. <laughs> I know the Japanese yeah. not with yeah none exactly of that shit. Japanese. <laughs> if you if you yeah. live in Japan and have a baby, that baby is American that was born in Japan, not a Japanese citizen. <laughs> that yeah. simple. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So when you leave, they leave. I don't give a fuck how long you was over here. They're not. I, Japanese. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree no, with that. Too, yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. We, but that's just crazy. So, like, how many cases did you work on until you just uh, was like, "This is it for me"? Yeah. So, uh, I started. I was working in uh, the International Criminal Court, and that was in the case of Bimba. So he uh, was like a leader in the Democratic Republic of uh, the Congo. Oh yeah, yeah I heard yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah vicious. Yeah. Yeah, so they dude. say I don't know. Yeah. She read the case shit. So <laughs> case shit. yeah, yeah, it was just like thick as like, um, yeah. So so uh, it was a lot of interesting work, and then I also did some work for the Yugoslavia Tribunal, uh, yeah. the former Yugoslavia for uh, Mladic. So he was uh, yeah. the Bosnian Serb leader in Bosnia, which yeah, yeah allegedly responsible it's responsible for. <laughs> nah, yeah. working on these cases uh, like how nervous? nervous are you? Yeah. Like these like yeah. the baddest criminals in the world. Yeah, like, so I, I, I only saw, like, uh, a lot of, I see them every now and then. We can go, like, sit in court. But, you know, like, the I, I was just graduating. So it was pretty much all the, like, academic type work they would get to us. Yeah. And then, like, before, you know, you're really, like, in court arguing and all that. Like, yeah, I mean, 20 years or so, at least of experience, you know, before they put somebody. And then also the language barrier. So, uh, like, uh, Bimba only speaks French, I believe, and, like, some African languages. Melody doesn't speak English. He only speaks, uh, yeah, Serbian. He definitely understands. Oh, Serb. English. If he is Serb, yeah. they, 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 they raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just, yeah. They killed a dog. They killed a dog, yeah. They killed a dog. They killed a fish. They had drowned your shark, bro. They drowned your shark. Believe that. That's the type of people you was going to be dealing with. I mean, because I know they're involved in drugs and guns, smuggling. That's what I was saying. I was going to be a real international criminal, though. Yeah. No human trafficking. You know what I'm saying? But I I was prepared for that because if you look at all the real hardcore gangsters they be international like oh yeah and then they be military trained all the russians they be like former uh what's that KGB. called yeah former kgb then yeah. they just end up in politics the bronx <laughs> or detroit yeah. somewhere yeah. doing crime and you like oh this russian motherfucker but he'll like shoot a missile at your house so yeah. i was prepared to work with those yeah type of yeah, people. yeah. yeah. international criminal but that's funny you mentioned earlier about uh how why it's in holland uh, then uh, to be honest, I don't know, uh, but I know that it's it's a, a court made up by a bunch of countries. So yeah. they all say like, "Hey, we don't like people who are out here like uh, committing genocide and all these war crimes. So we're going to sign up to make a court and donate money to to establish it." Yeah, I don't know why they picked uh, the, the, the Netherlands for that though. That's What's the weather like? Yeah, it's similar to here, but like we don't get we don't get snow at all. Okay. Yeah, so it just gets really really cold. No, I asked that because that, that could have been a, that could have factored the weather. in. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, or it might be is Holland in the middle of the world, so to you speak. Like on the map, on yeah, the map, not really. is, it, is it the access to get there? You no, know, because it's like on the most like uh, northern area of like Western Europe. But no, yeah. it's not really. Yeah, and so it's not convenient to get there. No, the I weather's mean, okay. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I, it makes sense to them. It got to be something. It got to be because if everybody coming together, yeah. donating to keep this court running. It is a tax haven. Yeah, that is one. 
Yeah. So a lot of businesses still like register their company in Holland uh, okay. to, for the tax benefits. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Which is just not paying American taxes when they say tax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That means obviously like some uh, some benefit. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but you know, real talk. I think uh, like when I was there, also a, a lot of people like the the reason why the courts are established. Like, yeah, it sounds good. But once you get there, it's I think people that becomes so far from the purpose of like you know why some people are working there and then, yeah yeah and I just didn't really like like the culture and then yeah just sitting there like reading all day and I mean I just did school to to get a job like I wasn't like interested <laughs> in it you know right, what I mean right, like, yeah I was right, doing what right. I had to do yeah 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 so when you first picked up the mic like kind of explain that feeling like when you yeah. when 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 you standing on stage and them lights bright and you know like I got to tell some jokes or get booed up off the stage yeah like take me through that like how was that mm. first experience. Yeah, it was quite nice. Um, yeah, I, w- I was excited to try it because, um, yeah, humor is something I think natural in my personality. I do like being funny. Uh, and my friend was like, yeah, you should do it. You should totally do it. Uh, and I tried to write it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it about like, how I knew I was gay and some personal experiences that I can pull out. And I was talking so about So do like, your first bit. I know you remember Oh, that. shit. I oh, man. <laughs> it's just like you're in, I don't know if I really remember it. But I but I can start talking about it and maybe some, maybe some stuff will come out. Uh, and uh, by the way, like the jokes weren't like, you know, supreme, but, <laughs> but yeah, but you know, my delivery with it, you know what I mean? I was right, able right. to get it to work. So I was talking about, um, yeah, like how I went to prom and like everybody, all these other girls were around me and they were all excited. Like, oh, we got prom dates. Oh my God, we're going to Robbie. All the, you know what I mean? So I just picked some dude, some random dude. I was like, whatever, like he works. And then, uh, yeah, I was bragging about him too, because everybody was already like, I think Michaela's gay. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was just all like, I ain't gay, I got a man. Like, you know, I was like totally like, you know, trying to get away with it. Uh, so then we like go to prom and I'm like showboating them off. And it's like, I, <laughs> I don't even know to do the same anymore. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah, it was like so, talking about like a lot of the personal experiences like with that. Uh, but what I did, because I was like nervous, I didn't know how I was going to go. Now, this was the first time you ever was on stage? Yeah, the first time I ever tried comedy. But you know what I'm saying? Was this international or was this uh, uh, stateside? Oh, here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, started, I started in Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so this, this, is, this, this, <laughs> this is an Amsterdam. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, you said you was here for comedy. Yeah, yeah, but this you said I started in Amsterdam, yeah. but it was here. We in America. <laughs> Wait, but I started doing comedy in the Netherlands. Right. That's so that was the first time you was on stage in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what yeah. I was saying. So yeah. the very first time you touched the mic was international. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, maybe I didn't understand the question well. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, and what I did, I just invited like all my friends because I was like, dude, if all my friends are there, even if I suck, it won't be so awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but it felt nice, and I felt like that was kind of nice, and it was just natural, and I felt like I was just talking, and I thought, you know what, I do, I'm gonna do this again. So then it took uh, still a few months for me to do it again and still probably like another six months after that for me to get serious about it. Yeah. yeah. So like when you write your bits, like do you like sit down and say, let me write a bit or do yeah. you just want it to come to you and you jot it down or make a note in your phone? Uh, usually the ones that come to me uh, spontaneously are the ones that work the best. Yeah. And if I try to sit there and like force it, um, yeah, you, uh, I can't get really good ones. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but actually, I took like a writing course because I want to get like better at writing and just like different ways of like thinking about it. So I'll try to do like a little like uh, a journal on the day, like oh, describe your morning so far, and that just kind of gets your brain like yeah, get, turning get a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So who yeah. is some of your favorite comedians? Just of My all favorite time, comedians. dude. Yeah, uh, George Carlin, man, <laughs> the guy is a prophet. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So good. So good. Uh Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super funny. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah, I say like Sam J also, Richard Pryor. Um, yeah, it's just it's just so many good comedians, you know what I mean? So I think 
my goal is just to be like a really good comedian that's like respected. Because I think if you said like you want to be like the best, it's like, dude, but there's so many. Yeah, yeah. Who's to determine who's the best? Yeah, it's, exactly. Because it's so subjective. Yeah. It's so so yeah. when you go watch other comedians, like so say when you're watching a Dave Chappelle special, like mm-hmm. are you looking from a fan's eyes or are you like so in comedian mode like the timing was there or it, it, it was off a little bit? Like because do you yeah. notice certain stuff that other people might not notice? Mm. Yeah, definitely within like uh, the structure. So while number one, I'm just watching it to laugh, and I already know it's about to be funny as hell. So you know, what right. I, mean? <laughs> I kind of come with like a good expectation. Um, yeah, but what I like is like the uh, Dave Chappelle does this a lot. Well, a lot of comedians, but like the points that he makes. So like, yeah, it's 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 humorous, you know. Right. But it's like making a really good point. So that's what adds to it. So you're like, oh yeah, that's right. But also, um, this like the callbacks and like the structures that he did it. Yeah, you can take a lot from that. Like, oh, that's also a way to bring that in. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I don't really like. I just watch. I just notice it. It's not like more so of like watching it to try to like you know see what I can pull out of it. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, that's dope. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I was gonna try comedy, but yeah. we just decided to have my brother work on a good five minutes, just something to say yeah. he did. You know what I'm saying? And if something blossom out of that, uh, we all always looked at it because we all we can automatically be each other writing partners. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because it'd be like I don't know if that's gonna go over good with the audience. But yeah. we talked about uh, him coming from a, a place of experiences versus telling jokes. That's why I asked that. Yeah, because. Every, I don't like joke tellers. Right. <laughs> right. It's a I difference. Yeah. 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 I prefer yeah. because I want to feel like I know you. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And if I feel like I know you, I can grow with you as Through you your grow. Right. Yeah. Like some people may not like Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart, all his his comedy is from his experiences. experiences yeah. And then if you got two children, oh my God, I automatically relate. My kids do that or yeah. whatever the case. And I think what it is is he got on such a big plane because it's not too many comics like selling out arenas where people play basketball on a nightly basis. And this is not just and one tour. Too. Right. Yeah, this is yeah. not just one tour. This is, okay, last time we was at here and we did 15000 Now we're going to do 20000 next year and then 25000 It's like it's growing. And it's like I think people are wondering how are, how are people connecting with this. How can you make 25,000 people laugh right. at the same time? You know what I'm saying? Me, personally, I prefer smaller venues. I prefer a venue like uh, like uh, the State Theater and uh, – what do we see, Dave Chappelle, at the State Theater in uh, Kalamazoo? Kalamazoo. That's a nice size audience for me, for yeah. my comic viewing in person. Because it still feels it, intimate. It yeah. still feel intimate, but yeah. it's big enough for him to know I, I can bring motherfuckers out. Yeah, exactly. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, what, what yeah. do you prefer? Like, you going to be on that yeah. level. So, like, what's your outlook uh, right before yeah, we get well, up out of here? What's your I outlook I never sold out an arena, but uh, hopefully someday that'd be yeah. tough. <laughs> so you would prefer an arena well, over, like, a, uh, like a state theater? Uh well, okay, so for now, I, well, the, the maximum I've done is, like, a state theater, and I do like that uh, because, yeah, and especially when it has, like, a low ceiling and it's dark and yeah. it feels warm. And I feel know? like you should be able to smoke. I feel like it should be smoke in Smo- the air yeah, yeah, yeah. and it should be dark when people yeah. are doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like that. Yeah, and it's, like, the vibe is something, like, with the energy and you just feel, like, warm and you can just see people, like, sitting in a front row and they have this, like, look on their face. It's, like, kind of like a happy face. Like, they're yeah. just waiting for you to, like, yeah, you know, they wait in and they, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I really like that. Point. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of just like you're just like pretty much in a bar talking to all your friends, telling them about some funny stuff that happened the other day. And that's a really nice environment. But I don't know how it would be like a massive theater or something like. I don't I don't. Yeah. When, I, when I think about like 
comedy like i think some venues are too big like yeah. like because when you see it the way it translates like i've been to all type of comedy shows mm-hmm. like that's why i could say by far dave Chappelle is the funniest person i've ever seen yeah, with my so, well, and that's what yeah, i just yeah, told yeah, my yeah, wife you know the other day right. i said i know i've seen a lot of comedians yeah. but with my two ears dave Chappelle is by far the funniest and best to me. <laughs> yeah. so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I seen yeah. them all. I seen yeah. Mike Epps several times. I seen Kevin Hart. I Shit, seen TK Kirkland. I TK Kirkland. See, but TK Kirkland is literally built for smaller venue. Like his comedy is like perfect for right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. So I like I seen Martin Lawrence. You see DL Hughley. DL, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I personally seen everybody that somebody says is great in in our generation. I've seen them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I've seen Dave Chappelle multiple times Mm. and different size venues as well too. So I'm like, Dave Chappelle (laughs) is the one. You know what I'm saying? You know what Dave Chappelle did in Amsterdam. Uh, so he came over there for a show, a massive arena called the, Zig- the Ziggle Dome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was like articles about this and all that. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he was in the middle of his bed. He was going for like 45 minutes, super hilarious. And then he's like, does anybody have any hash? And then somebody threw like some weed on stage. He's like, no, fuck this. I want hash. Yeah. So then somebody threw some hash on stage. And then he was like holding it and staring at it for a minute. He's like, all right, see you later. And he just left. <laughs> and he didn't come back. <laughs> So out of all of the places yeah, that you have been, yeah. what's your favorite place in the world? Uh, like to visit for comedy or overall, uh, overall, overall. Oh, because uh, we'll be in the Netherlands soon. To yeah, be yeah, at the yeah, freaky yeah. Dicky Dutch. Yeah, hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoke one out. Um, yeah. Let me think. Uh, damn, I, I really, really, really like London. I totally can like live there. Yeah, um, I hear a lot of people say that though. And yeah, I heard they got London's a nice, nice train system or something. Public oh, transportation. Oh yeah, yeah. Public transport. It's so uh, like public I mean, transportation. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you know, most motherfuckers, if you ain't got to buy no car, they ain't looking to. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just like to be in control of. I like to drive. You know, yeah. I just hate public transportation. Yeah, I totally understand. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, uh, Italy. Oh my god, Italy is so pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Venice. Yeah, so they have like all their like streets or uh, or water and canals. You was just there boats. currently, right? Uh, a couple years ago, I think, in uh, yeah, in Italy. Yeah, well, I seen a picture with you with the oldest living uh, female. Oh yeah, no, it was Amsterdam. Oh, that was Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she's okay, okay. uh, yeah, she's actually from Toledo and she's Is based she? out of crazy. London. Yeah, dude, she's like eighty five <laughs> yeah. doing comedy, dude. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's really good. Give her a shout yeah. out. What's her name? Lynn Ruth Miller. Yeah, I know, yeah. if you uh, hey, if you listen Lynn to this, yeah. one of my biggest inspirations. Yeah, yeah, she's out there. She's killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's super good. Super good. Eighty five still. Now, what's the worst yeah. place you ever been? The worst place? Ooh, uh, let me think. Uh, yeah. Might be Bulgaria, dude. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, get up out of here, dude. Yeah, it's just everybody's staring at you because you're black, and then it's yeah, like yeah. all the buildings are I gray. swear, I was thinking, like, like is dude. it countries in the world that black people just don't exist? And I always think of Eastern European yeah, countries. Yeah, definitely Eastern I feel Europe. like the yeah. farther Eastern European countries you get, yeah. the. Like it's really no black face. Or Bosnia was even like man, because they had like that whole like war. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, my homeboy uh, was in the military and had to yeah. fight over there. In Bos- yeah, yeah. 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 J Rose, what's up, J Rose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite quite. And he a, quite won medals place. for the shit he did over there. Yeah. Word, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said it was vicious too. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? He said he seen a lot of shit over there. Like man, I'm so, just happy to yeah. be out the military. <laughs> yeah, you feel what I'm saying. No, and yeah, especially like during the war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even now, like they're still like so, like all the buildings are still shut up and stuff. Like they just have the money to like rebuild everything yeah they just Terrible. do what we need fuck it yeah exactly yeah, we even really need that building there yeah that yeah. structure so before we get up out of here uh tell people how they can get in contact with you all right cool yeah yeah so uh I have my instagram is mika and birch and then also i have a facebook page it's uh, michaela birch comedy 
Uh, spell the Instagram. The Instagram. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm also going yeah, to write yeah, that yeah, down yeah, for okay. too. But. So, yeah, it's Mika Imberts. That's M-I-K-A-M-B-U-R-C-H. Oh, Imberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it stands yeah. for Michaela Marie. Yeah. <laughs> How many yeah. different languages do you speak? You're doing all of this uh, international. Uh, what, Amer- I mean, English and what? Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Say something in Dutch. In Dutch, yeah. Uh, Say fuck the police in Dutch. This for easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the politi. That's yeah. how you say it in Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah also, it's kind of pretty similar to English? Uh, not really. No, 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 no. So if I say, uh, um, Sprake your Nederlands or, uh, yeah, Ekman Michaela, yeah, I do the podcast new, yeah, yeah, find it, fine, yeah, yeah. yeah not nah, somewhere, somewhere you can get by. That sounds before we get I out of uh, take a German class. I, I did a remember. German class, yeah, yeah, I don't even remember one word, and that's bleep stuck. And no, that's Russian, my nigga. bitch. No, no, <laughs> you know, that's Russian, bro. Oh, bleep stock, yes, that Y'all is. Remember that lady was yeah. German, man, yeah. teaching yeah. German, yeah. right? And I used to be a little more fluent in German. Uh, than you, you this feel was, what I'm this, this, this was 20 years ago. I I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, I just know because that's the only time I ever wanted to speak another language. Because you know, you thought like, oh, German is gonna be boring as fuck, but it was pretty cool and shit. But uh, just before we get out of here, and you live in the Netherlands, and I wanted yeah. to know, uh, traveling internationally, because the Dutch were very big in the uh, transatlantic slave trade. No, oh, yeah, right, very big, probably the second biggest, right. So when you traveling around. The Netherlands. Is it anything to constantly remind people of that atrocity? And I ask you this because in America, when we travel around or when our kids go to school, they go to Robert E. Lee High School. Black kids. Okay, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. To remind us everywhere that we look of slavery in the Civil War. Is that yeah. the same for the cases? And you lived in Germany as well, too. So when you be in these international mm-hmm. places, do you see... Uh, constant reminders of the world atrocities that's been a part that they've been a part of. Uh, no, but yeah, really interesting question. Um, so not no, not to the extent of this. You know, we have like Rosa Parks Boulevard or something. You know, that's just like bring in the history of whatever. Um, yeah, atrocity or bad things that happened in the past. Uh, but no, everything and Holland, at least like name wise, is like very white Western European. Uh, but it's interesting because like they do have like some things in their society where I think uh, Dutch people feel that uh, they've done enough because it's like one of the most open minded like uh, societies in in the world. And um, yeah, and they are quite advanced when it comes to like a lot of these things or like if you accuse somebody of being racist or targeting you because yeah of your color, um, that's really, really bad, you know, but here it would be actually like quite a valid uh, accusation. But of course, depending on the facts, uh, but they do have like some things where I think they uh, it's kind of in a sense where they like blind themselves uh, so much that they skip over things that are still uh, racist. Yeah. So one, they we have Santa Claus here, and they have a uh, uh, what's that dude's name again? Santa Claus. So it's like the same thing. Some like you know older white dude, um, but he has these helpers, which are uh, these well, well, they're 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 short people. They 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 <laughs> co- they color their face black, and they wear afros, and they help. <laughs> <laughs> they help Santa Claus uh, deliver the presents, and they and they live with him. And, 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 yeah, so so they slay. They, yeah, so they're so they're uh, slaves, uh, they're, they're children slaves. He's participated in the slave yeah. trade with children, helping us deliver free gifts to all the good children. Yeah, and their name is called uh, Black Pete. Black Pete. I heard of that. Yeah, Black yeah, Pete. Yeah, Black Pete. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that. So I'm like, dude, this is racist as hell. And then that's what all like the black people there. They have like a lot of Surinamese people and stuff that are there too. They're like, this is racist. And it's uh, a like, lot of what people? Uh, from Suriname. 
what is Surinam is a country in uh, northern South America. It's super small. I didn't even hear about it until I went over there. Yeah. Uh, but their food is lit. So if you yeah. ever, you know, yeah, yeah, but it's good. So they have a lot of people, uh, and most a lot of people there are also uh, black. Uh, yeah. So they it's this big political um, debate because they're saying like, yo, yo, this is racist. But what they're saying is like, oh come on, he's just they're only they're black from the chimney. <laughs> That's you know that type okay. of logic. You know oh, so I mean? they saying they only black because they, they slide in the chimney. The chimney. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. The Afro then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, the chimney was hot. It's like, dude, come on, man, this is racist. Yeah, yeah so it, it's 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 really weird because at one point they are like really advanced and open minded, uh, but at the same time it's just kind of like you know, oh, we've done enough, or oh, you're just trying to find reasons. It, it, yeah, kind of like pushing those things apart. Right, yeah, right, uh, right. Which is yeah, a really strange uh, dynamic then. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's we gonna yeah. look into that and look into that country too because I was wondering. <laughs> I would wonder why people from a South American country would end up in the Netherlands. That's yeah. the, probably from from the transatlantic slave trade. I'm I guarantee. Yeah. It, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Once we dig deeper into it, then it makes yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, but it was like uh, there was a former colony. Uh, so then once uh, Suriname got its independence, uh, Holland was like, okay, you, you can come over here for some time and become Dutch. So a lot of people left and then came, migrated to Holland to take Dutch citizenship before they. Before they yeah. stopped it, yeah, exactly. It's enough Negroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they closed and shut yeah. them gates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start throwing that in your. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's enough that. Negro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll cite you. Yeah. So we appreciate your time. No, uh, yeah, thank you, know, you so this much. This has been yeah. in the making for uh, a long time. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we definitely appreciate that. Uh, how will we get? How do people get in contact with us, brother? Uh, if anybody want to contact uh, us, you can go to TCE Pod on Twitter and Instagram. TCE Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to uh, if you want to email us and tell us how you don't like the show or how much you love it, <laughs> or if you want to become a guest on the show, or if you want to advertise, or you <laughs> might want to get uh, some merch. We got a couple shirts left. Yeah. Okay. And then where would they go? They will go to info. Uh, it will. Uh, you can email us at PR. PR, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. PR at TCOHH.org. PR at TCOHH.org. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.